Hello and welcome to What's Brewing This Week, a podcast where a few of us like-minded people talk about the latest happenings in the wonderland of media and advertising and what it could mean for us. I'm Anindo and with me I have in the panel Yogesh and Pranav. Hello to both of you. Hello Yogesh. Hi, hi Yogesh. Hey guys. Hey. So today we are going to talk about cookies and it's not the cookies that you put in the jar or take it out from a jar uh, it's it's the term that uh, many of us are familiar but many of us are not it's a, a typical pop-up that appears in our phones and in a laptop or a tablet where you need to click on an accept button right sounds familiar so that's what we are going to talk about and um, what's going to happen to the cookie we are talking about a future where cookies might not exist because policymakers do not want them to be there. Right? So I'm going to break it down to three key trends that have uh, taken shape in the recent past. Right? The first is uh, increased data privacy regulations. So there are regulators for every country and also at a global level that prevent um, websites to you know use cookies right and I, I will uh, ask Pranav and Yogesh to talk more about what cookies are and what can they do um, but I just want to kind of lay the land uh, for our discussion so the, so the first thing is that there are too many regulators uh, not too many but there are many regulators right and uh, the second thing is the uh, decision from Google um, to phase out cookies from its uh, Chrome browser by the year 2023. And the third thing is the decision by Apple to require users to opt in to ad tracking by mobile apps, right? Basically what uh, that means for people who have an iPhone or a um, MacBook Air or things like that, any Apple product is that they need to allow, uh, they need to agree to the fact that their usage can be tracked, right, from the from their phone. So, so these are the three things that have happened, uh, which eventually roll up to the fact that, you know, free and easy access to consumer data, that is data about consumers like you and I, uh, will not be as free and easy as it's going to be. So with that background, I would like to start the discussion for today. Yogesh, what do you, what's your initial reaction to it? And please add on to whatever I uh, have just mentioned. Enlighten us. Sure, Anandio. So as a layman, um, so we come from the media industry. But right. When we meet our friends, our family, uh, who do not really have any clue. For them, it's all alien. Yes. Okay. So I believe I'd like to uh, tell our listeners that how do you create your data? Right. Very important. Okay. That's the basic uh, fundamental here. Yes. So when, uh, there are two set of codes. One is a cookie, which is a website. And number two is an SDK, which goes on to apps. Right. What's an SDK? Uh, how does it so expand into? Uh, it is a software development kit. Okay. So you see all these uh, random 
um, keyboards that you uh, download from an app store or some sticker app. Right. Right. It embeds a lot of things on your apps. You're using Netflix. You're using their keyboard. They know what you're watching on Netflix. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so these are the two things, guys, that uh, collects your data. So what happens is now these firms, uh, they track your actions online, and they create uh, raw data by which they segment you into different types. So, for example, this guy is an action junkie. This guy is a food lover, and that data is sold out to the marketplace. So the next time you see an advertisement which looks eerily accurate. So you should know that is how you have, you know, got that advertising. Got that. That is how you gave your data. Got that. To these companies. Got that. Your thoughts? Uh, yeah. Uh, so thanks for elaborating on that, Yogesh. So for me, like, if I would uh, want to say, even if despite having a background in computer sciences, uh, because I'm an engineer, it would be that a particular to talk about it in a very in very simple terms would be that a particular browser, say Google Chrome, which has more than uh, I guess uh, I guess 80% market share, 70 to 80% market share across the world in terms of browser penetration in uh, laptops and PCs. Right. Or or even mobile phones, for that matter. True. Because Android is highly proliferated across the world. Right. So the browser will store. So there is a type of cookie that is a first party cookie, and there would be a type of cookie that is a third party cookie. Okay. So the first party cookie would be a cookie that a particular website. sends to your browser and which your browser stores and which you can literally access in terms of the ca- browser cache or you can go to your the, your chrome uh, toolbar and kind of uh, uh, give instructions to delete the cookies right. so that that is an option that you have and those are first party cookies which are stored on your device yes so that that cookie would be essentially a record of uh, uh, your particular device visiting various websites so how those advertisers there would uh, uh, so even publishers would it's more about to do with publishers in one pd than advertisers because those publishers recognize your device as uh, uh, a visitor who is repeat or unique or a visitor who sits in a particular age group based on inferential uh, tracking of which websites you might have visited based on your cookie data cookie cache right so if the, the first party cookie is uh, open to access to anyone Uh, it is, but mostly, see, it can be either a publisher is giving you a first party, uh, a publisher is uh, asking you, do you accept cookies? See that that's what we see everywhere, right? Either there's a right. wall, there's a cookie wall, or there's an advertisement wall. Right. So once you click on that, then uh, the publisher will send that cookie, and that cookie will be stored on your device. That would be your that publisher's cookie. The publisher, and once again, if you go back to that publisher's website, the publisher will recognize you and say, oh my right. God, he's a repeat, repeat visitor. Right, Pranav, what do you mean by a publisher? Can you give me a couple of examples? Yeah, so a publisher would be uh, to uh, to speak in a very you know in an analog world, a publisher would be a magazine that publishes content or material. Okay. A television, a publisher would be a broadcast channel that runs content. Right. So publisher is an owner of content and owner of media. Right. Or or a person for content uh, on a media touch point. So uh, your Star and Z and Sony would be publishers on television. On uh, in newspaper, your Times and India is a publisher which shows advertisements and editorial content and classifieds. Mm-hmm. And in digital, uh, any website, any blog, any particular platform, any content website, any blog, even an Amazon Prime is a publisher. 
Okay. Uh, a Times, uh, a Times of India website and an app is a publisher, and where they can rent out advertising space and monetize uh, advertising revenues with it. Okay. Okay. What would be the third party cookies? Third party cookie is your advertising. Advertising. Your publisher, publisher cookies, right? Yeah. No. The first party can be. See, if, if for example, if I visit IMDb, IMDb has a cookie policy. That cookies will be created in this session. So if you click on yes. Uh, it is IMD. It is a cookie which will have data about your device, device ID, what type of internet you have, location, and the fact that you visited IMDb once today. You browse these many pages. That right. would be IMDb's cookie on your site. A right. third party cookie would be whether I click on a Mintra ad, and if Mintra is using Google Ads, then Google will help Mintra drop that cookie on the ad. That is why that ad will follow you everywhere. Remarketing, retargeting, is done uh, because uh, there are third party cookies. Yes. Okay. If if you are only uh, uh, dependent on cookies for remarketing, there is email based remarketing, there is device ID remarketing, or there is SDK remarketing. If you are on a mobile phone, so as uh, Yogesh himself said before that SDKs are essentially the equivalent of cookies on phones. Right. Yeah. Right. Equivalent as in not the not the coding and the creation and the architecture around it, but the kind of functionality that they have, the purpose that is being served. Okay. Okay. So well, but I think. But I think uh, how SDK are different than cookies is SDK are more embedded into the app. Right. In uh, in in the device in which I am opening that website for Britannica, right? And then yeah. it sits there and it quietly watches what all websites, uh, what other websites am I opening? I mean, after opening the Britannica website, did I open a Mintra website or an Amazon website or both maybe or everything that I did, right? Uh, so, so all the web activity kind of gets captured in that cookie. Um, can you help me understand whether this cookie, and since you, you know, created this, dis- uh, stated this distinction between an SDK and a cookie, um, can you tell me whether a cookie lasts inside my device like forever, or is there a a, a, a time period after which it kind of, you know, either vanishes or or gets deleted on its own or what what happens to a cookie uh, i don't have a concrete understanding about this but i believe a cookie has a life cycle okay. oh, sorry uh, life cycle and it needs to be replenished okay okay and and uh, and and therefore uh, you know it it the the publisher uh, for example mm-hmm. uh, be it um, britannica or uh, be it um amazon Harvard or whosoever anyone. any publisher harpers bazaar or whatever uh, mm-hmm. needs to keep replanting a cookie as and when it gets uh, depleted or something like that right yes okay okay so yeah i so mean the beauty so the beauty of the system is you as a consumer okay it it, it will be very seamless to you. it's an invisible system to you Right. All you are doing is you are you are executing your general digital behavior. Right. Today you feel like consuming snacky content. I am going to watch about. I am going to read about what happened in the Big Boss house last night. Mhm. But the internet knows. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I mean the cookie is telling the internet or yeah, yeah, yeah. telling the whosoever owns yeah. the cookie, right? Can you kind of answer the the uh, the life cycle of a cookie? Yeah. Start session cookies majorly. as in when your website particular website session ends 
then that cookie is either gets dropped or it is deleted or it is cached and it is just a record of that session oh okay yeah yeah or or there is a cookie which are somewhat permanent cookies and they are generally they should i mean in an ideal world basis the gdpr regulations and basis other privacy regulations in in in, in the western world the cookie should not last more than 12 months even if they are permanent cookies okay but in, in actual practice they last much more than that right because what's happening right because since we have all your bundled services say like amazon if if you would say look at uh, 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 various other media properties that people keep on going to every day every month which are not seasonal okay if i want to shop i just do it on black friday or uh, diwali and i won't visit an e-commerce website any time in the year because of the digital expo, expo, uh, explosion even post covid our internet usage behavior completely changed that is why the the fears about a cookieless world because cookies don't don't get destroyed in 12 months or in 6 months they are they are longer and they are there to track your entire activity from the day you first even knew of your website you searched for it to the day maybe that you you no longer using it so hold on i am a bit confused now so do cookies stay at the end of every session or do they get deleted depends on the type of cookie there is a type session cookie, yeah. ah yeah, so there, there are different types of cookies there is a permanent cookie yeah okay so session cookie will be something that you open a, a website and you close it the cookie is dead destroyed destroyed yeah, yeah okay okay so so some cookies stay and some cookies don't is how yeah. i understand uh, pranav you mentioned something called gdpr what does that expand into uh, gdpr is a global data protection uh, regulation okay it's basically a framework that has been passed in december in 2018 right. by uh, uh, the european union the consortium uh, which represented uh, basically policy makers from uh, information technology cyber security experts right. and even maybe some heads of state so uh, they, they they created like a, a sort of consortium where they decided that uh, in in uh, within the boundaries of the european union your uh, uh, internet users would be in control of the privacy and that uh, websites need to alert users that they would be recording session information or they would be storing cookies on the user's browser and users get a voluntary choice whether to opt in or not i see so are you saying that these pop ups that you, that come up on my phone or in my laptop uh, asking me to give them permission um, happened because there is some regulatory body that is mandating publishers to you know ask for permission yeah because essentially cookie storage and creation uh, as as you mentioned in the in your introductory passage yeah. you mentioned up something about a pii that is right. personally identifiable information right so pii would uh, as it so what uh, the right to privacy and other funda- inalienable rights state that your personal information is yours to keep and uh, you need to always be given a voluntary choice as to when to disclose where to disclose and how much of it to disclose when so how much people, and where these are very interesting yeah, parameters when, where and how much okay so for some people for some people uh, essentially location would be very uh, because privacy is subjective too right okay right as a context yes, for some people location would be sacrosanct it is for some their age age means nothing because they're what 17 year old kids already very active on say vlogging and things like that so they don't care whether some somebody selling them shoes wants to know their age they don't care so it is different for different people so essentially the the right to reveal lies with the person accessing the site got it got it no this was uh, quite a lot to unpack uh, for me while i kind of got the initial sketches 
thanks to both of you i mean those sketches have become more solidified but that being said this is a very evolving topic and and um, to our listeners my request would be to acknowledge the fact that not all questions will be answered but if you do have questions we would love to hear them from you uh, i will drop in a place to reach us uh, in the show note and that will be great uh, for making more conversations around it so um, i believe uh, we we understand you know what uh, let's take a pause here and take a moment in terms of what all we discussed um, so we we defined what's a cookie and uh, we defined what is personally identifiable information and we talked about a world where cookies uh, might not exist and therefore what are the things that uh, are going to get impacted right and i think that's that's a quite of uh, a lot of um, uh, information or thoughts that we exchanged today i think it's a good place to pause and maybe um, in in the next episode we can talk about um, the the possible solutions what do you think yogesh and pranav that would be a good continuation hai na yeah yeah it would be a good uh, conclusion in the next episode on yeah. that note let us segue into the ad of the week pranav go <laughs> Yes, isn't it fun? <laughs> okay, so uh, uh, the ad uh, actually it's, it's purely it's purely a digital uh, like a uh, mini campaign. Okay, it was an introduction to a film's trailer. So essentially, it's part of this movie marketing uh, bouquet that we've almost been literally uh, fed ad infinitum, where we see that maybe there are uh, there is a music launch. If we're talking about an Indian mainstream Indian film. from the south or from uh, the hindi industry you have like a music launch a poster launch and then you have a teaser and then you have a trailer and then that buzz builds up and finally towards the release date you might be having random collaborations with a few brands might jump in you have the star going to uh, give all those pre interviews talk shows there is then there will be paid pr there will be uh, organic pr going on as in terms of the conversations people are having if there's a huge star involved all those fan clubs get involved so paid organic plus this entire arc of teaser trailer basically content hooks and then the final reveal so the the uh, uh, in this larger set platform larger set pattern i would say the innovations you can make is in how you revealing elements or themes of uh, your content or your web series or your film or your show online and how you trying to keep the people hooked how that the world building that you have in your uh, uh, content how you using that as a hook and kind of creating content around content that is cac which these days is a huge huge buzzword when it comes to uh, marketing not just say new age uh, or cutting edge ott content but also uh, your extremely mainstream traditional uh, tvgs prime time tvgcs are also trying to create content around content where uh, you have say like a balika vadu to try to uh, reach out to the original balika vadu and then going into like this meta universe where they're creating dialogues and conversations and trying to have the talkability online wow make sure people tune into watch something okay so hence uh, this ad or teaser was actually a very short uh, uh, campaign on youtube which was a paid campaign on youtube and a creation of a, a fake instagram account uh, which called uh, uh, sirona tourism right. and welcome to sirona right so that sirona is actually uh, based on the uh, creative you feel it's a town what is ravina tanda doing there is it the ad for a tourism 
but actually it is an it is a sneak peek into uh, a beautiful bucolic countryside underneath which there is a lot of i would say uh, pent up emotion lot of distress and also a lot of crime and uh, uh, dark elements lurking underneath that wow. linear of beauty so why don't but we just have a listen to that yeah, instagram yeah. post and also the youtube post and then yeah let's let's talk about it sure 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 let's let's go for it one second fake honestly i mean i i almost thought i mean i might uh, at least look up for this place on google maps or something like that awesome awesome um but there is a downside to it anand there a downside is that uh, see there that is a conflict that creative agencies have that if you try to create work that is uh, kind of boundary pushing and ground breaking Yes. The fact means that uh, your uh, basically brand track or your awareness and people's uh, actual uh, uh, association of that ad with a call, a definite call to action becomes weak. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I mean. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is that the more eccentric or I would say the more crafty or arty your advertising is, mm-hmm. the lesser it people are able to, in in the usage and attitude studies, the lesser people are able to link it to an actual call to action. or to an actual product benefit relationship right i think the intent is not to uh, i mean uh, make people take action directly right i mean uh, i mean if even if i uh, um, end up doing a google search and make an absolute fool of myself i would not necessarily hate this right i don't know uh, that's just me saying uh, but i mean as far as building intrigue is concerned i think the job was well done is is my view uh, yeah but the, uh, again the, i would say see there are uh, two instances where this content around content has been in talks recently mm-hmm. there is the cadbury nothing coin uh, yes uh, five star coin yeah nothing coin because they they had created invested a lot of money into creating positioning of do nothing right. five star do nothing right. and the nothing coin is a logical extension which is also talking to a a, a, a subculture that is gaining more uh, mainstream attention that is uh, investing in crypto crypto yeah got it so the brand automatically uh, aligns itself to a very uh, i would say uh, in stream topic that is actually in like ranking in top searching elon musk is talking about it day in and day out but what happens with uh, a, a new ip called uh, uh, serona is uh, that uh, nothing is known about it 
and mm. uh, people are accustomed to only watching a particular trailer and deciding whether they want to watch the show or not and there are also that huge segment of consumers who just go to netflix see if it's trending in india top 1 to 10 they just click on it and see they take first episode mein kya hota hai okay who wouldn't have even watched the creator yeah. see the different kind of people who are coming in and watching a show right mm. so to max out the reach of your show because the the level of dk on any ott platform on average from week 1 to week 2 is more than 60% are you saying that you know people who come to watch a particular show in 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 a certain week from, from uh, launch day plus 2 after that after 7 days not more than 20% of that audience would be around still not more in than 20% 20 to 30% in okay. terms of uh, absolute traffic see if, if say i had 1000 people coming in on friday saturday sunday okay. then i would Uh, I'm not talking about new and repeat. I'm mm-hmm. just talking about kitne, how many people knocked on my door. Thousand people were knocking on my door uh, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday cumulatively. Right. Not more than hundred, two hundred will knock on my door on the next weekend. That is how the buzz falls that rapidly. Wow. And other conversations take over. That I don't know whether yeah. that crime and drama is not essentially a very high affinity genre even among OTT audiences if it is not international content. So that is a very low affinity genre. So what happens is that uh, even if you create all these uh, Instagram brand pages and be creative about a fictional place, you maybe do an experiential on-ground activation also mm-hmm. to pull people to that takes more than just an Instagram page. It's a great starting point, but that entire ecosystem around Sirona was not built. So I would say the content around content idea was great to actualize a fictional metaverse and kind of like Game of Thrones does it with their sets, right? They made them tourist attractions. Game of Thrones made its sets tourist attractions where people would come and visit and kind of correlate what they saw in the series to the book and the set. Right. And they they earned revenue even out of travel and leisure, out of an out of an IP which was just content, binge bingeable content. Got it. So, Lord of the Rings has done it better in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So essentially, what happened? What I thought was that this was experiential marketing with a good thought, but exe- uh, but the execution was somehow lacking. Okay. Okay. Yogesh. Because there's no reach there, there's no reach yeah. there. You can see the Instagram page, you can see the YouTube views. Right. And maybe the YouTube campaign might have reached people, but there was no talkability. If even Got if there is reach. Got it. My my issue is the uh, my issue is this uh, communication, this content piece was Arunmet came in very late. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That and, is true. And by by yes. the time I encountered it, my mind was in ten different places. <laughs> Right. right. See, I mean, that's another challenge. Uh, I mean, that's the occupational. See, that's what we call the recall value of your creative will dip based on how innovative your <laughs> advertising is. Yes, I mean, it was a good good build up, but the yeah. the by the time you actually revealed whatever you want to reveal, uh, kind of people might have got some people might have got lost on the build up itself. but yeah i mean uh, it's something new uh, i don't know and and that's why we are uh, three people and it's not just a monologue by me uh, it's it's important to have uh, different opinions for good reasons uh, because uh, it's it's important to uh, to know why people would not watch it just as much as why people would watch it um yeah so so i think i think that's a good thing to um, discuss uh, do we want to also have a look at the uh, 
you know uh, youtube link i think that's where things have been revealed a little more right yeah let's so do that it's the same creative i would say and it is not it is a teaser to a trailer so the teaser uh, the innovation here is that a teaser is like an uh, ah. rather than okay. just a, uh, a 30 second or of a 2 minute got it got it let's let's go for the trailer then now yeah, that yeah. we have seen the teaser I think the uh, the end slate of that Black Panther <laughs> was quite interesting, uh, but I I don't know. I mean, again, my opinion is that a a lot has been revealed. Of course, some some things uh, need to be figured out by watching the the series, but uh, the premise has been set is what I think. I think I am going to go watch it. Uh, what about you, Pranav Yogesh? Uh, Yogesh, would you like to uh, go ahead and yeah, yeah. talk uh, about this? So, I mean, irrespective of the content, irrespective of the uh, title, currently in this case, I enjoyed the execution of uh, the content. You, you did you guys notice the TikTok in the background? Yes. Like suspense. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's a such a cliche tool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tell us, tell us, everybody has used it. Yes. To build tension. So I like that. So there was a good flow to it. So it went. It was very easy on my ears. So I like that bit. Yeah. So if you rewatch it again, it will be like a melody. Okay. Yes. So soundtrack niche jata there is a dialogue. So I like that bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as Anand said, I think it is interesting. I'll probably recommend it to my family sometime. They need something to watch this weekend. 
yeah uh, it's interesting i guess yeah right pranav pranav tell me why did you like this the whole thing the whole package the instagram post the youtube yeah. So no no so I liked uh, so it's not like so it's I would I wanted to bring attention to this because it's a great idea on paper. Okay. Creating uh, uh, a kind of a, a fake a for a brand uh, handle on Instagram, try to give it that vibe of uh, I would say uh, uh, tourism that takes you to the edge, dangerous tourism where because there are see there are a lot of uh, these is the trends so where there are you know there is uh, tragedy tourism that happens people go to really? uh, places which have been yeah uh, or haunted house tourism haunted house yeah. haunted house tragedy tourism or places where if uh, say in the far reaches of the himalayas places are accident prone people just go there to kind of soak in that feeling of uh, beating death soak in it's a cultural trend among a lot of tourists and travelers where to push themselves they will go to these places where hardly any 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 i would say conventional mainstream travelers venture with their families and these Who are explorers who want kind of prove a point that see this is where I reach nobody can reach till here. So so that uh, Serona was actually in that vein I believe where it's it's trying to call the inner adventurer explorer and the person who's kind of uh, enamored with mystery and with dread that kind of uh, uh, side of you is being uh, addressed here. Okay. The only thing on paper it's a brilliant idea to create a a a, a fictitious location where uh, it's beautiful uh, at first class but just. Take a step outside your uh, your uh, touristy veil, and you see that uh, there are there is there is rapid crime. Uh, people are disappearing, kidnappings. There are murders. There are assaults happening in broad daylight. Really? Uh, administration is ineffective. So that irony, that that dichotomy of uh, behind beauty lurks a great horror. That dichotomy was great on paper, but uh, if they could not follow it in a really great campaign, that could bring in uh, eyeballs. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So it's not. I don't believe this is this was not successful because the reach doesn't tell it, and it's not an awards-only campaign, right? If they want to attract, they want to bring bums on seats, quote unquote, as Karan Johar says, bringing bums on seats in a theater, bringing eyeballs on the first launch day on your OTT platform, bringing in traffic. If they want to bring in traffic, they need even with a great idea as this, they they should have built on it and in, included some extreme elements while doing some all-round activations, because this ad came, uh, this campaign came in around late mid-November. Because this is a teaser to the trailer. The trailer came, I think, five days later, exactly. So, in if mid November you you doing like a, a physical experiential angle to this, it it could have worked. Okay. Go to why in Maharashtra? Go to like a maybe a a, a remote a hill station or somewhere, and then create that experiential zone and market it. Got it. There are okay. there are already a lot of revenge travelers during COVID anyway. <laughs> so those revenge travelers yeah. have been directed to Barcelona and see whether you come out alive from there or not. My God. Talking about spin-off, uh, I hope all of you uh, saw Bobby Shash. No, I did not. Oh boy! Because I, yeah, it had bad reviews. So I still have very bad reviews. Okay, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I I believe you it. You seem to have liked it. Yeah, I do uh, think I did like it. Uh, 
I mean, uh, it, you don't get to. I, I think the idea of uh, you know one character, one small side role in a in a, in a oh, feature yeah. film uh, turning into um, another piece of art uh, in itself um, dragged me to that place. No, it was but, a crazy good character. Yeah, but yeah. It, the the moment Abhishek Bachchan went to gear biceps for promoting his film, I realized this is not going to work. Right, right. Great. So on that note, uh, that's a wrap for this week. Um, to our listeners, please do check out the space for more for us next week to know what's brewing. Take care. Bye bye.